Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, leader of all things luxury and the soft girl society. Miss Style Your Clothes and Soothe Your Souls. The style psychologist herself, Sunette Nicole, and you are tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to the Flyers podcast around. Sunette Nicole approved, that is. I love y'all for free, for real, and the long way, as always, for tapping in for another bomb episode of Sunette Nicole Approved. I hope everybody's week is going well. I hope everybody's summer is summering. I hope you are all the places you want to be and none of the places you don't, okay? I hope that you are at the beach. I hope you're at the rooftop deck. I hope you're at the baddest bistros. I hope you're at the bar having the frosty cocktails and all the things on vacation, doing what needs to be done taking pictures for the gram, flourishing, glowing with your, you know, lotion of choice and some sunscreen, honey. And please don't ever be fooled because for my melanin brothers and sisters, we definitely need, definitely need sunscreen. Okay. I know that it's like a myth that we don't. I know that people think because we have, we are melanated that we don't, but that is definitely a myth. And um, although we are not the number one group of people who have skin cancer, skin cancer does not discriminate. So let's protect our beautiful melanin skin and let it to continue to flourish by getting some sunscreen. I have some recommendations. You guys could check out my socials for that, uh, for uh, products that are Sinet Nicole approved. Uh, every month or two, I do like a haul of like luxury items for less, like skincare items and just things that you need that are Sinet Nicole approved. But I'm going to need <laughs> some pay partnership sponsorships and some checks to be cut at some point. But uh, what I do on my socials is for the free just because I think the products are so bomb and um, it's no ad. It's just things that I love that I want to share with you guys. So definitely follow me at Sinet Nicole on all social platforms. Sinet.Nicole on TikTok. Sinet.Nicole on Instagram. Sinet Nicole together on Twitter. And uh, SinetNicole.com, of course, for the entire Sinet Nicole experience, including exclusive clips of this Sinet Nicole approved podcast. I will be sure to have more visual episodes up on YouTube at some point soon. I'm hope I'm aiming towards the end of summer, but I don't want to give you guys a formal date because then I don't want y'all in my comments like, girl, you know. So I don't want to make a promise I can't keep, but uh, Team Sinet Nicole is working on it, and we are still adding more members to Team Sinet Nicole. If you feel you are qualified to be a staple in the Sinet Nicole experience and to help us to continue to flourish and to build the Sinet Nicole conglomerate, then hit me up at info at sinetnicole.com. Cover letter and resume is appreciated, and someone from the team will get back to you should you qualify for any of the positions listed on sinetnicole.com, namely media, uh, social media management, tech. We we need tech people. We need all kinds of people. Um, I'm even hiring new assistants for a myriad of projects that are upcoming. So. If you have the experience, if you'd like to intern and would like the experience in a fashion, luxury, lifestyle setting, in addition to just overall business 
uh, overall business experience, you can definitely also apply to be an intern. We do offer college credit and we offer quite a few other perks. So definitely inquire at info at com, and somebody will get back to you as soon as we can. We love and appreciate you in advance. I definitely have had a very interesting July. Like this is my favorite month. It's the seventh month. It's my birthday month. Okay. Shout out to all my July birthdays, my summer babies, and most importantly to all my Leos because it's Leos over everything. Although I love all of y'all. Um, my birthday is July 28th, 728. Um, is an amazing day. It's the day that God brought me here. It's the day that my parents brought me into the world. Shout out to my parents in heaven. Love and miss them very much. May they continue to rest in perfect peace. And you know, um, it's been an interesting July. I always feel my grandmother used to say, there's a shift right before your birthday. I believe that to be true. I also believe that, you know, when you have a new moon or a retrograde situation, shifts in evolution are inevitable as well. I believe it's very important to pray, meditate, affirm out loud and on paper um, what you would like, right? Speak your your intentions and your manifestations into fruition for sure when things are shifting. But particularly before a new birth year arises, things seem to be going more awry than usual. But my grandmother used to say that it is just uh, God's way and the universe's way of breaking apart the things that no longer serve you to go into your new birth year, to bring everything together to make the new year your best one yet and the most fruitful. And so if you trust in God, the higher power, and you trust that nothing that is not you, what is meant for you won't miss you, right? And everything is in divine order, then you can go into the new birth year with good intentions, good energy, hopefulness, and just the will to continue to manifest the things that your heart desires and the things that, you know, God in the universe will want for you. And so I say all that to say that although July has been interesting and not necessarily a super bad way, but just interesting is that I think that it is opening my eyes up to all the blessings that are to come. And it's important to prepare for what you pray for because it's so exciting. But it's also like, you know how something is, you know how things you want start to come into fruition and you're like, dad, you know, you, you prayed and you, it felt like it took forever for things to come about. But when they finally come about, it's like, now here it is. You know what I mean? And it's like a, a fun, exciting could be overwhelming at times, scary thing, but like a good, a good shock to the system, right? To remind you what you've been working towards and that dreams really do come true. And so I say all that to say that life is good and getting better. Life is always life and moving fast. It's never necessarily fair. It's never the way you want it but it's always going to work work out the way it's supposed to. And so things are slowly unraveling and working out the way they're supposed to for me and not necessarily the way that I anticipated them to be, but even better. And I'm going to continue to claim that for you, me, and all of us, that life is going to work out not necessarily the way we anticipated it, but even 10 times better than what we envisioned. And so 
you have to continue to keep that good energy, especially when it's sunny and it's nice outside. Like there's nothing that brings about more joy or improves a mood than just a nice summer day. And not like the muggy days, you know, because we've had those and we're going to have those or the humid days, but just that nice, smooth, like seamless summer day that everything's just going right. The breeze is breezing just enough. The sun is shining immensely in a good way and not in an annoying way where you don't want to be outside and you're like melting just that perfect quintessential summer day so I'm, I'm manifesting that life operates like that like the perfect sunny day um it's a blessing to be <laughs> it's a blessing to be born in summer simply because we have so much more variety as it relates to what we want to do right we can have an outdoor event we can have an indoor event we can have a beach event we can have a pool event we can have um, a boat event, right? A yacht or whatever event, a party club, anything you pretty much want to do, you can do when you have a summer birthday, no shade (laughs) to everyone else, um, who has winter birthdays or what have you. I mean, unless you live somewhere that's always a decent weather, you know, it is likely that inclement weather may, um, impact your plans and so i am thankful for the opportunity to have variety i think i've done everything there is known to man outside of like having a surprise party which my mom tried to give me a surprise party once but it rained it was supposed to be outside and it rained so we took the party inside but by the time um they switched the plans someone had already like kind of gave me the heads up that something was going on. So, you know, she did her best and I thought it was really sweet that she just wanted to do that. I think it's a very thoughtful thing to surprise someone. I think it's wonderful. So outside of that, I think I've had every other kind of party there is, but um, I feel like it's a blessing every year that you are above ground and get another chance at life and to uh, navigate through it and to live and to enjoy your loved ones and just all that God has planned for you is a blessing in itself. And I'm a big birthday person. I love birthdays. I love to celebrate my birthday. I love to celebrate my loved one's birthday, my friend's birthdays. I think that every birthday is worthy of celebration. I even, you know, I try to celebrate my parents and my grandparents heavenly birthdays by doing something to honor them by doing something that they would want to do by maybe cooking a meal or listening to a playlist of songs that they liked so even those who are no longer with us who are now ancestors get honored on their day uh we do balloon releases of course we write messages on the balloons and release them into the sky and all the things and all the things um and so i just think that birthdays are a vibe birthdays will never go out of style for me i think i'm not too cool to celebrate sometimes you know, some years are lighter than others, depending upon what's going on um, and just what my energy is like. But I always make it a point to make sure that I have some sort of celebratory experience, be it travel, brunch, you know, whatever, like just anything, like I said. I think that everybody's birthday is worthy of celebrating. You don't have to overdo it if that's not your zhuzh. But I do think that just 
taken the time to uh, celebrate your existence is a worthy celebration. And that could look like a small intimate dinner. That could look like a homemade cake at home. That could look like a couple balloons in a card. That could look like whatever you want it to look like. But your life is worthy of being celebrated, not just on your birthday, but but especially on your birthday. Um, I love it. Like me personally, and I've said this before on previous episodes, and I'm sure if you're a part of the Senate Nicole, Senate Nicole Style Squad, Luxury Love, or Soft Girl Society, then you know you know this to be true, which is I'm a holiday girl. Like I'm a I'm not the girl who's too cool for all the flowers, all the balloons, the cards, the decor, the production on Valentine's Day, on anniversaries, on my birthday, all the days. Like do do the things and all the things and more things on top of that. Like I'm I'm that girl. I'm never gonna say, oh don't give me no balloons. Don't give me no cake. Absolutely. I love it all. I love the pomp and circumstance. And I think that sometimes we're always looking for a reason not to do something or to go against the grain that sometimes we forget how great the things that we are so working so hard to be too cool for, working so hard to be uh, adverse to could actually be great, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with cake and balloons and all the things. Like, if it's not your judge, that's cool. But don't yuck my yum, um, as a friend of mine would always say. Like, don't yuck my yum. You know what I mean? Like, I, the champagne I, I sprinkle don't make you tinkle. And that's a direct Senate Nicole quote you can find on SenateNicole.com coming sooner than later uh, via merch and um, the mantra collection, the second part to the mantra collection. So I just feel like what works for me doesn't work for you, and that's fine. We can still exist in the world, both of us. Our, Our perceptions, our choices still exist and still are valid. I just feel like a lot of the times, because someone else is not into like cake and balloons and a party and and or or vacation or gifts on their birthday that they kind of like try to make people who don't necessarily agree or choose to indulge feel bad and i feel like when did we get to the point where we have to put someone else down uh for our points or our feelings or our lens on life to be validated if your lens on life is your lens on life, then so be it. But we don't have to make other people feel bad. And I see that a lot. Like, why do you have to do all of that? Like, because it's my birthday. <laughs> like, let's just live. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me live. Uh, it is what it is. Balloon me, gift me, all the things. I won't ever be like, I where's my gift? Even when I was little, I was never that kid. But I was always blessed enough to to have abundance in all facets and in particular in the birthday realm growing up so maybe that's why I'm a big birthday person because my parents were big on birthdays and they made it their business to be big on birthdays I will definitely be having a birthday episode next week so stay tuned for that and we'll get more into Sonette Nicole Style Stories Birthday Edition, which you'll also find clips of on uh, socials like TikTok, which would be pretty cool to see my old birthday outfits 
Ay, ay, ay. But I stand behind all my outfits because I stand behind all my ensembles, all my Sinet Nicole curations because it's me. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm... <laughs> For the time, it was relevant, it was hitting, it was doing what needed to be done. So even if some things make you cringe, I would say stand behind it as it relates to your wardrobe because it was a part of a time in your life and for whatever reason you made those decisions, especially if you're a fashion girl or guy. Like there's a reason and a method to our madness. You know what I'm saying? If you're not a fashion girl or guy and you cringe, yeah, maybe that might be justified. But if you really did this and you're not new to this, but true to this like myself, then trust and believe, even if you don't remember, there was a method to your madness as it relates to the ensemble and the style story you were telling at that time. So check out Sinet Nicole Style Stories birthday edition coming up in the next few days on socials and definitely tap in with me next week for this and birthday episode It's one you won't want to miss i'll have some special participants as it relates to that and that's definitely a visual episode that will be online and a very very just a very a good time a good kiki uh we might be sprinkling uh, and tinkling some champagne, some champagne for the occasion because a birthday is worthy of the bubbly, right? Like if nothing else. First of all, I will I will pop a bottle on any given day because it's Tuesday. So imagine my birthday, like, ciao. Um, it reminds me of my dad. My dad was a big bottle person. That's probably why I love champagne to this day. My dad didn't. If ever I had, there was a phase in my life prior to being a mom and maybe even after being a mom, I did a few club parties, but, um, most of them in my early twenties, it was all about the club birthdays. That was a time early two thousands to into 2000, well, 2010s, whatever, um, was all about birthday parties at the club or birthday parties on a yacht, especially in summertime. Right. And so I had a yacht party one year, I had a club party, but my father never missed a club birthday, probably because it's his fault I ever got introduced to clubs because he used to uh, run a record label and write music and he had his own artists and all the things. So he always had to be in the club. And even when I was a teenager, I was able to go to the club with him, put on makeup heels, whatever him and my bonus mom would take me. Even though I wasn't supposed to be there, but obviously they didn't allow me to drink. And so I was in a club since like 15. By the time I was 25, I was already tired. Just like a decade. I say all that to say that I guess because he introduced me to clubs, he thought that it was his right. Okay, honey? It was his right. It was his obligation to show up at every party once I became 21. And I'm like, okay, like it was cool when I needed to get in the club and I was young and like just experiencing it and thought it was so cool to be with my dad or whatever. But after 21, I was kind of like, all right, 21, cool. I understand you want to come show love, pop bottles and then go about your business. But every birthday, he did not miss a beat when I tell you he was like, my mom was like, I'm not coming. Like, I don't want to, you know. Less for you and your friends or whatever the case may be. I would always have dinner with my mom prior to going out to the club and, you know, with the family cake. Uh, uh, and then I'll have a cake, another cake that I would bring to the club and cut. I'm Oh, I'm very much a cake girl, too. This year, my cake is the most simplistic cake ever, but I'm very much that girl on the cakes. When the 3D cakes were 
before they were a thing, I was definitely doing that. And I'm not saying I'm the trendsetter for all things, but I definitely was doing the three-day handbag cakes, all the things. I was doing the picture cakes before it was a thing. So I've had several picture cakes. My my daughter's cakes are very elaborate, intricate. Shout out Jazzy Cakes, Cupcakery, and um, all the other bakeries that I've used throughout the years, uh, Make My Cake and all the things. Uh, there's a few bakeries in Jersey that I that is that whose names escape me but are also dope as well that have helped me curate some cakes for not only myself but a 3d fendi bag cake for my sister i had a chanel cake one year based on like my classic jumbo flap chanel bag and then i had a fendi bag to match with these really cute fendi platform shoes they were definitely a vibe i gotta find that picture by the way um and so my sister loved the bag and so she saw it laying on my table one day and was like I want my bag I want my cake to look just like this like how it's laying on your table and so I took a picture and had some uh bakery in Jersey make it for her 21st birthday and it looked just like a Fendi bag with the chain laying across a table so no one really knew at first when we put it on the table that it was an actual cake it looked amazing I, I might actually do a whole cake segment on my TikTok uh, about like a cake series of like Sinet Nicole cakes because that's a thing. So this year is super, super simplistic just because the celebration is broken up into increments and a little lighter. So I didn't want to carry in a cake and putting it in the car or the cab or whatever is, is a job in itself, child. So I'm just not in the business of like, carrying my own cake like that's not my judge <laughs> so I just I wanted I wanted something lighter I wanted things to be like super seamless and super easy this year so I did a little something light and my daughter would not have it any other way but for me to have a cake my grandmother was very big on cake too everybody in my family was very big on cake and even in the years where I was like oh I'm tired I'm sick I don't want cake what do you mean you don't want cake I think it was after um my mom passed I was not into celebrating she passed a month before my my 25th birthday and um I just didn't want to celebrate or was it 26 yeah I just didn't want to celebrate and so um shout out to my loved ones and friends because they were like nah we're, we're we have to do something you have to get out the house you have to at least distract yourself uh on your day because that's what she would want you to do and so I ended up getting, you know, a really, a really dope cake and, and a nice, a nice dinner, uh, you know, pull myself together for a few hours to get out. So every birthday is different, but every birthday is a blessing and continue to tap in so you can see what birthday blessings and shenanigans I have going on next week. You won't want to miss this visual episode because remember, Sinet Nicole is Sinet Nicole approved is an audio visual experience. So you definitely won't want to miss this one. I have some announcements and things that I want to share with you guys. So definitely keep it locked next week and every week thereafter. We are coming on the end of season one soon. We are almost at 40 episodes. Look at God. <laughs> And look at us. I think that is wonderful. So I must pat my own self on the back for that. I hadn't even realized time had went by so fast. We're coming up on not only the end of season one, but the one year anniversary 
the 40th episode and the beginning of season two, which will launch at the end of the summer, uh, beginning of fall. So stay tuned for all of that info and all of the amazing guests to come. You will not want to miss um, the guests I've secured for season two. Promise you on that because they have what you need, um, just like I do. And that's why y'all tap in, tune in, and turn me on every Wednesday on 92.6 The Spot. And if you don't catch me on the radio, be sure to catch the replays on Spotify, iHeart, and Apple Music. Run those numbers up so we can uh, make it do what it needs to do as it relates to the success and the elevation of all that Sinet Nicole Proof can be and the Sinet Nicole experience and brand can be as well. So I appreciate y'all in advance. Make sure to keep the conversation always going in on my socials as well as check out the polls and the comment areas on the platforms like Spotify because I often have polls up there, often have questions. Um, I'm always looking at the the commentary, obviously show your love. And if you have any questions, I will do my best to answer. Definitely will. So let's keep the, keep the conversations going and going and going. And speaking of going, I am going to see the Barbie movie this coming weekend with my daughter, who obviously like me when I was young, loved Barbie. I was the ultimate girly girl, as is my daughter. And you don't have to necessarily be a girly girl to love or appreciate Barbie or the idea of Barbie. Obviously, there are a myriad of lenses for which we can look at Barbie, which we can look at dolls that are made for young for young ladies and girls. There are a lot of criticisms of the Barbie brand. But I do think that looking back and talking to my daughter about how excited she was about the movie, even though she no longer plays with her one million Barbies, because she's had every Barbie known to man, uh, and all the accessories, all the shoes, all the clothes, all uh, three or four dream houses, the convertible, she had her own Barbie convertible to sit in, all the things and all the things and all the things. Um, as did I, when I was growing up, I'm not going to lie. I was not, I was very, I was a very blessed young lady that pretty much anything I ever asked for, I got including all the Barbie things back in the day. And so my daughter has been blessed as well. And I say all that to say that even though she's getting older and she no longer necessarily plays with her Barbie, she also will refuse to donate the majority of them which is interesting. And I do think that there are some that are just keepsakes that we should always keep. Like I particularly loved, I was taking a poll and asking my Sinet Nicole style squad and soft girl society and luxury loves and some friends and uh, people that I am acquainted with what their favorite Barbie dolls were. And a lot of people said, uh, you know, Malibu Barbie or, uh, you know, the Barbie princesses, right? When like the Disney princess movies came out there were Barbie dolls to go with them. So that was a thing. My favorite Barbie was the holiday Barbie because she was also glamorous or like any specialty Barbie, because I felt like they, their costumes, their dresses, their ensembles were like elevated to the next level. It was like glam on glam on glam runway Barbies, obviously 
were a vibe for me as well. But any Barbie that had like a specialty gown or really special ensemble on was my favorite Barbie. I remember that one year my uncle bought me the, the actually the year, maybe two years, two or so years before he passed, he bought me. He bought me, yeah, he bought me a graduation Barbie. And I wish I still had it. A special edition graduation Barbie. And I think I, that's the first time I had seen Barbie in a cap and gown. And I loved it because it was representative at the time of me graduating from elementary school. And I believe she had the same color cap and gown. So I thought that was pretty dope. She was black. She looked like me. She reminded me of myself. And I told myself, I'm never opening this Barbie doll because it's a special Barbie doll. And I didn't want like my little sister or anybody to like, you know, mess with it, get it dirty, whatever. So I kept it in my closet. I swear to a collected dust. And I believe I lost it in the midst of moving. He also bought me a holiday Barbie that was absolutely fabulous that I kept for quite some time. So uh, I just, I like, I was a specialty Barbie doll girl for sure. I definitely think it's super dope that Issa Rae is in the movie. Margot Robbie plays Barbie, the the main Barbie. And then there's all the other Barbies, right? And uh, Issa Rae plays the Black President's Barbie, which I love, love, love. And shout out to the girls because Issa Rae, Margot Robbie, and all the girls who are in the Barbie movies are really giving what needs to be gave on every single red carpet. They are assassinating it like literally I haven't seen a look yet that I don't like they were recreating a lot of Barbie's quintessential and classic looks if you pay attention Uh, a lot of the original like OG Barbie from the 1950s and 60s is what it appears that especially specifically for Margot Robbie it appears that her stylist is like um being inspired by like OG Barbie styles and ensemble so I think that's super dope I think that, like I said, there's a lot of controversy behind Barbie being superficial or having an unrealistic, uh, giving girls an unrealistic lens on what it is to be a woman. Her body proportions were often criticized. Um, The look of, of perfection, obviously, was often criticized. Obviously, in recent years, Barbie has become way more inclusive, which I think is great. But aside from the superficial or the glamour or the or the visual presentation of it all barbie fun fact okay so barbie was made in 1959 barbie was made by a woman and her husband who owned and operated the mattel brand and um the mattel brand was started in southern california so the lady who actually created barbie was ruth handler Ruth Handler and Barbie's real name, honey. Obviously, Barbie is short for Barbara, but it's Barbara Millicent Roberts. So I knew Barbie's last name recently. Like in recent years, I found out her last name was Roberts because my daughter used to watch the Barbie cartoon faithfully. She had almost everybody, sure, all my siblings, everybody, the aunts, everybody who's ever spent time with Bella has watched Life in the Dream House, which is the Barbie series or what have you. And so um, Barbie's last name is Roberts. That's that's what Barbie's real name is. Barbie, despite being the ultimate glamour girl and her first job being a fashion model, has had more than 250 careers. A lot of careers that have been considered to be ahead of 
their time as it relates to like the astronaut Barbie in 1965, who was an astronaut 13 years before women were even admitted into NASA, right? And so we should give credit where credit is due. This is a it's, it's a doll created by a woman for women who had 250 dolls. So you can see, although the inclusivity has come later on and it's finally come and that's great. And we, and we always want the inclusivity again. Barbie represented a lot of different things. Barbie had 250 different jobs. Barbie was basically essentially telling you, you can be anything you want to be. You could be in NASA before NASA really had, you know, women. You can be a surgeon before there were uh, ten less than 10% of doctors, right? Barbie was a surgeon in the 70s. Barbie was in the military in the 80s, okay? So... She was all the things, all encompassing, like I consider myself. And I think that that's one thing that Barbie taught me. Um, and maybe why I took to her, because she was all the things. She was all encompassing. Like, she can cook. She can model. She can be a doctor. She can do all the things and then some and still look fly while doing it. And I think that that is essentially superficial lens aside what I represent. And what my brand represents is the all-encompassing factor, that two things could be true at the same time, that none of us are monoliths, that we can and will have it all should we have the tools to not only internally be the part, but to then visually express said parts in our style stories that we tell. And so that's why I'm the style psychologist, because I have the expertise expertise in style. I have the expertise in fashion. I merge the two worlds together and give you the style psychology you need to live your very best life. And that in its essence, like I said, even as a young, a young girl girl playing with Barbies, knew that I was all encompassing, knew that I was all the things, knew that I wasn't just this or that and that I couldn't be boxed in and I still can't. And so, like I said, my lens is just that if nothing else, that we learn from imagery like Barbie, we can take the good out of it. We can approach it as a glass half full and say, Barbie had 250 jobs. Barbie didn't let anything limit her and I shouldn't either. Barbie always looked fly while doing it, although she was a doll and not an actual, actual person. She didn't let the demands of her 250 jobs make her raggedy, right? So let's be more like Barbie and practice self-care. Let's be look more like Barbie and do the very best we can. Let's be more like Barbie and not be monolithic and tap into the multitudes and the and, and the intricacies of who we are and the beauty that that brings, right? Let's tap into our inner Barbie and um, pop our big one, <laughs> as they say. You know what I mean? Barbie was always confident. She represents confidence. Um... And she represents, to me, independence, you know, independence, but again, not because we're not monoliths. Like I can bring home the bacon, but please believe Ken's going to do the same. Okay. Um, So she was a proponent for all things. It's interesting though, that of all the jobs that Barbie has had, it's stated uh, via the Britannica.com, that one of the jobs Barbie has never had is being a mother. Now, I'm sure we've seen the pregnant Barbies that were taken off the market after some time. 
Barbie in 2002 had a pregnant married friend named Midge. And the doll had a removable womb and tummy. And I do remember this. I was obviously um, not playing with Barbies at this time. But I remember seeing commercials with the pregnant Barbie and then I didn't see it anymore. So apparently consumers claim that um, this Midge doll, the Barbie's friend, uh, who was preggers, but married and, you know, I guess seemingly that's what, you know, the, the natural order of things. Consumers said that Midge promoted teen pregnancy and they pulled the doll from the shelves, I guess, after it was done. So when you see the pregnant Barbie, that wasn't Barbie herself. That was her friend. And so you see the little kids that Barbie's around. That's like Skipper and her sisters. So any babies you see around Barbie are her siblings. And I thought that that was quite interesting. I, I would have loved to find out more about that. I couldn't find much information on why, but she wasn't a mother. She wasn't a mother at all. And, you know, we don't know what's to come. Barbie has evolved so much. Who knows? You know what I mean? I mean, in 2016, they became extremely inclusive by releasing the line of petite, tall, and curvy dolls a lot of which my daughter Bella Rose has had as well. I made it a point to buy her the inclusive dolls as well. They even have dolls that have disabilities like prosthetic legs and are in wheelchairs. Uh, they have, a, a, I mean, they have Muslim Barbie in the hijab that was made in 2017. And Barbie's first black friend, hello, good evening, Christy, was debuted in 1968 unfortunately it wasn't until the 80s that the black barbie doll was sold but um and then came the latina version as well but barbie's friend christy has been around since 1968 in case you didn't know and christy then morphed into a myriad of other black barbie dolls to the point where now they even have barbies who have box braids and i think the first the probably the first barbie with box braids was probably like the one that was made after uh, stars like Brandy. I used to also love the dolls that were made after not only the princesses, but made after like actual people on TV, celebrities and people that we see on TVs in the movies. So I thought that was really cool. I feel like you really made it when you got your own Barbie doll. That's how I feel. I feel like you really, it's it, Barbie is one of the most recognizable dolls in the world. And so I feel like you really made it. Love it or hate it, you made it if you got a Barbie doll <laughs> of yourself. For sure. So, I mean, we could say a lot of things, but we won't sit here and act like Barbie is not that girl. Okay? For me personally, even if you didn't play with a Barbie, never had a Barbie, you know who Barbie is. And so, with that being said, I'm happy to take my daughter to see the movie. Get some nostalgia, you know, because these movies that we've been seeing lately, like Little Mermaid and all the things, have definitely brought back some good childhood memories and just the fun and the pure innocence and all the things that are 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 beautiful about being a child, right? And so that kind of nostalgia is the kind of nostalgia that I never mind revisiting. They also have a Barbie cafe in new york that we're gonna visit and they have some, they have i mean everywhere they have barbie makeup and sephora they have i mean the campaign for barbie is wild but obviously it's a billion dollar business at this point probably so they have the coin right and they're promoting a movie 
They also have like a bracelet making event, I believe at Bloomingdale's that my daughter wants to check out and she wants us to wear hot pink, of course, because that's the signature Barbie color. And she also has a line of lip gloss that is inspired by Barbie as well via House of Bella Rose, which is my baby's business. So shameless plug. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm excited to see Issa in the movie. And I think it was a cute concept. And I actually enjoy the live action movies more than I thought I would. Like at first I'm like, what is the point of them doing everything live action? You know, sometimes we just leave things alone. But I actually really like the idea now. When I first heard about live action years ago, I was like, I don't know. But I actually like it. Like all the movies that I've taken my daughter to see, I've actually enjoyed them. And here's to more uh, super dope, you know, moments with our kids for which we can share something that has stood the test of time. Things like Barbie or books that we like. Just things that, like I said, bring pleasant memories or always a good look. I definitely feel like they say no one no one has inspired more celebrities, public figures, artists, actresses, actors, musicians, even has inspired some clothing lines. Karl Lagerfeld has made clothing specifically for Barbie when he was when he was present, you know, when he was living. So there have been collections, designer luxury collections made in Barbie's likeness. Obviously, we know that there are artists, you know, musical artists that love Barbie or consider themselves Barbie-esque. We have so many different people that were inspired or continue to be inspired by like that aesthetic or um, the hyper-feminine, hyper-glamorous, hyper-pretty aura that Barbie brings about, right? Namely, uh, the first that comes to mind being Little Kim for me personally, because Little Kim is my era. She will always be queen to me. She walked so the girlies could run. And, you know, then the ones that came after her ran so the others couldn't fly. And so a lot of people associate Nicki Minaj with Barbie because she definitely continued to sew that in the fabric of her artistry. She definitely took on the Barbie aesthetic, but Little Kim was the first to do it. Everybody I've seen recently in like the blogs or whatever mentioning that like uh, Nicki Minaj is on the soundtrack for the Barbie movie and they're like rightfully so. How could you not? Like she's been repping Barbie. She has, you know, her her fans are called the Barbs and all that. So, like, it was only right, like, there's no one else that they could have put on it. And I'm like, well, they, I, to me personally, like I said, because Little Kim was the first person to call herself Black Barbie, as it relates to the hip-hop female industry, at least, I feel like they could have also included her because I think that the idea of Black Barbie in the hip-hop female realm wouldn't have come about without her initiating it. I think that it just was exacerbated and taken to a whole new level with Nikki for a myriad of a multitude of reasons. One being that Nikki, you know, was able to have 
the machine to curate this aesthetic and this whole aura and energy and create uh, her superstardom that led to her fans who are now called the Barb's. So I don't, I totally understand why she's on the soundtrack and it makes perfect sense that she would be a part of the Barbie experience once the movie dropped in theaters. But let's not forget our roots and let's not forget to pay homage, which is obviously a whole nother episode for another day as it relates to, you know, Nikki not paying homage to Kim and, and their uh, kerfuffle and, and their previous uh, issues with regard to the lack of homage or the lack of respect for those who came before you. Like I said, makes perfect sense that Nikki would be a part of the project. Great for her, but let's acknowledge and give credit where credit is due as it relates to the first Black Barbie as it relates to musicians. I feel like it's always going to be Little Kim for me. And it would have been nice to see her to be a part of it or to get invited to the pink carpet to one of the one or a multitude of the premieres that are going on right now. And I think it just would have been nice. Me personally, you know, let me know, like I said, in the comments on Spotify and iHeart and Apple and on socials, if you feel the same, do you feel like little Kim walks so Nicki Minaj can run? Because I absolutely feel that way overall. And I do feel like little Kim introduced the Barbie aesthetic to the black hip hop female realm, personally speaking. But I do think that Nikki did take the Barbie thing to a whole nother level and literally like um, created this persona that is almost the mirror of the doll herself. And so I do think that there could be negative connotations about imagery, especially imagery that we give to our little girls and boys in the form of toys. And I think that there have been a lot of questionable toys that have come out and have created a visual representation of things that are not necessarily the best things for our children. And I think that Barbie has had um, her share of qualms and her quirks and kinks to work out as well. Not saying that every single thing that Barbie, that Mattel comes out with for Barbie is Sinet Nicole approved, but I will say this. I could appreciate that, thankfully, by the time I was growing up, that there were Barbies that looked like me, that, like I said, were not a monolith, that were multifaceted and multi-talented and just as magnanimous as me. So I, like I said, growing up, enjoyed and appreciated Barbie. And I do appreciate more now that the barbie that we see now actually look more like the world that we live in and are super duper inclusive and i think that everything has and has in its time should and will evolve you know that is the hope that is the motivation and so just like everything else we had to give barbie some time to evolve and she has just the same way we are every day and so I think, I think it's, I think that that is, that's a good thing because not everybody has a perfect figure like the original Barbie 
And honestly, Barbie don't, I, I've noticed that in recent years, they also made her like have a regular foot because she was like on her tippy toes for like 35 years. And it's like, child, what woman do you know who literally walks around on her tippy toes waiting to throw on some heels? But I guess it just made it easier for them to dress the dolls in heels just to have them sitting, um, just to have the dolls sliding onto those heels in their tippy toes. One thing I will say for sure, though, is that those damn heels and the little trinkets and toys that came with Barbie were hella annoying. Like, how many times did any of us step on them as kids, as adults with kids? Like, little thing things. Ooh, child. Mad annoying. I used to have to have, like, little containers and stuff because my mother was not having it. It came with a million little pieces, the little sunglasses and the little this. You get that on the floor and that thing stick you in your foot. Ooh, even though it's plastic, it was the worst. It was the absolute worst. So <sighs> that part, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. Like I'm glad that my daughter is out of that phase for sure. Because anybody got time to be picking up things off the floor. Now, granted, I still have to buy her to pick things up off of her room floor. But as far as like the little, little trinkets of toys, like the little accessories that come with toys that hurt your damn feet, I think it's safe to say, I don't want to speak too soon, that that, those phases are over. So salute to you guys going through that because my mom used to be the type of mother that is like, if it's not where I designated it to be, it's not in containers and all of the, you know, the, the things the um, structures, furniture, and things that I purchased specifically for this function to not have things on the floor, then if I catch it on the floor, I'm throwing it away. And she was too serious, okay? My mother would see something on the floor and throw it away. Ask my sister. She played no games. <laughs> and that was her rules, you know what I'm saying? I used to say I want to throw stuff away, but my daughter knew I wasn't throwing away. I was just putting it away for her, but... Yeah, like my mom was savage that way, but it it taught all of us to make sure that we kept things in its place. So sometimes that level of savagery <laughs> is effective because I know my siblings definitely fell in line as it relates to putting their things away. And so, like I said, that is that even though it's sad and it's like, oh, my baby's growing up, she don't want to play with her dolls no more child not having them damn dolls everywhere and its accessories is definitely a godsend so there's a plus you know there's a bonus to every phase of your child's life for sure now coming up like i said y'all gotta keep it locked because i have amazing guests i have the birthday episode next week i have some announcements i have some changes <laughs> some amazing changes to the Sinet nicole brand i might even throw in a birthday discount code for sinetnicole.com so you got to keep it locked and you got to follow me on socials to get with that before you get left behind because i would hate that to happen i definitely want y'all to start following this uh Sinet nicole approved page on youtube so that you guys can see all of the video visual and video content behind the scenes, uh, clips, and all the fun and the judge that we have visually when we're bringing you these bomb episodes of Sinet Nicole Approved. So 
just go ahead and do right and start following now. I'm not going to give her, like I said, a deadline of when all season one episodes will be up there. But the majority of them, I hope to have up by the end of the summer. So just just do right and follow now. And like, you know, just give what needs to be gave on the following tips so that when the videos hit you, uh, you know, like a fresh direct deposit <laughs> on a Friday after work, be sure, you know, that you're ready because it's cute. I think it's even better when you get to see like, it's cute when you get to hear the reactions and you're laughing along with us on the episode when I have a guest. But when you get to see, like, our facial expressions and if you know me, uh, if you know Sinet Nicole's, like, a radio persona and all the things, when we used to have the visual, audio and visual experience for the, at this radio show that I was part of, shout out to Saturday Morning Wake Up Crew. Like, seeing it visually is a whole different vibe. Like, audio is, is everything. We love an audio podcast. But I do feel like just for the experience that is me, Sinet Nicole and the Sinet Nicole brand, and I've been in experience and I call all of my Sinet Nicole events Sinet Nicole experience for a reason. The visual portion of the podcast is just as much as of an experience. So I need you guys to also tap into that. So yeah, just add that to your list of things to follow. Instagram, Sinet.Nicole, Twitter, Sinette Nicole together, TikTok, Sinette.Nicole again, I believe, and Sinette Nicole approved on YouTube. So do right and do better. I know there's some new apps and we'll get into that next week because that's a whole nother story for another day. I want to know what you guys think of the Thread app and all these new apps that uh, are circulating around. And do we need more apps? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Business-wise, I'm always down for more promotion and marketing, but do we really need them? Who even knows, child? But we'll get into that another day. I want you guys to always, always, always remember when you know your worth, you don't give discounts. That's a direct Sinet Nicole copywritten quote that you can find on this first Sinet Nicole mantra tea, only available on at SinetNicole.com, the website. Be sure to keep it locked for next week's birthday episode and perhaps a special gift on my birthday <laughs> for you all in the form of a discount code. Be sure to tap in to the last few episodes of the season for surprises and all the judge your heart can manage to take. Be sure to keep your standards just as high as these inflation prices and just as high as those Louboutin heels that hurt so bad, the so capes. <laughs> to be specific, that we take them off as soon as we get in the car when we come in from dinner. Be sure to know that life is life and it's always moving fast, but every day we're above ground is a chance to make it better. So do right by yourself and make it the best it can be. And until next time, I love y'all for free, for real, and the long way. And I will catch you next time. Smooches.